Hi, this is William Ramsey. Welcome to William Ramsey Investigates. On today's show, this will be episode 25 on my Bioweapon Blues series. You can go back and listen to my first one that I did about three months ago. Started off with uh, assessing the died suddenly posts that were on Facebook before it got terminated and just kind of led on to my research into this. So I'm going to finish off some of the slides from the earlier episode 24 and then play some video and then go on to slides for 25. And I have 26, 27. I've got lots of work to do. So um, if you're watching this or listening to this, my YouTube channel got shut down. So I'm pretty much going to move streaming exclusively to Rockfin. So you can go to Rockfin William Ramsey. And I'll be uploading all that old content that was on YouTube. So I still have all that content available. I just have to kind of switch it over. Um, so... Uh, it's just another element of censorship. That'll be my third YouTube channel. My two are gone. One I can't even get into anymore. So um, my constitutional rights violated again. So anyway, if you're watching right now on Rockfin, you can see this. This is a silent survivor says, I've been asking this for this answer a long time now. After reading the clinical trial requirements, it seems Pfizer violated many of the international standards for clinical trials. And that's Brooke Jackson, who's suing them right now. That's from December 17th, 2022. <clears throat> and this is another one. This is from Steve Kerr, somebody I've mentioned many times. Adverse events in Pfizer trial may have been underreported by 10 times or more. So these trials were fake. And these shots probably never should have been approved. A lot of these signals, safety signals, have been hit, and they're just not... Uh, being followed. So Steve Kirsch writes again, December 17th, 2022, the pulmonary embolism safety signal was generated in VAERS over a year ago. Why did it take them over a year to find it? So they just published this. The FDA just published it. So they got a year of profit out of it, I guess. This is uh, FDA acknowledges that pulmonary embolism generated a safety signal. So they admit it. So they're probably legally liable. It should be criminally liable um, right now, but the DOJ is sitting on its thumbs. This is really incredible. So they admit it. FDA now says Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccines linked to blood clotting. Wow. So that's an admission. Two years too late. And uh, things aren't looking great on the horizon. So the head of Red Cross gave a chilling warning that she fears enormous suffering will occur in 2023. And it's not just from the shots or a misapplication of resources or perverse incentives by gov perverse incentives by governments all over the world. It's just that so many things have changed and uh, trade and uh, so many, so much of the goods aren't being tra uh, shipped around that people are probably going to have, there's be serious famines. So people are predicting deaths in the millions. And this is Michelle writes, my sister passed away this morning. She was diagnosed with advanced stomach cancer in November. I'm going to say, say it as it does need to be said. She had four COVID vaccines, and she was a very healthy woman up until then, 62 years old. That's two of our siblings gone now since 2021. This is Esme writes, uh, at one point I yelled into the phone, please don't, please, please don't. She replied, I need this job. Today was the funeral. My words will ring in my ears forever. And that was her young niece passed away, December 13th, 2022. Somebody rebel responds, so sorry for the loss of your young niece. Besides mourning her demise, I offer that the best you can do in her memory is to fight even harder for the truth to known, to be known. Tell her story wildly. Big pharma and autocratic government be damned. This is COVID sport, writes Nelly Corda was the number two female golf player in the world has been forced to stop competing due to blood clots at the age of 23. Numerous sources show she is fully vaccinated. Another one, S.B. Hank writes, this is my Connor. He moved to the next creation six years ago this Sunday, age 22. I know now that he was vaccine injured and I was brainwashed by the CDC. Please look at this smile and donate to Children's Health Defense. Donate in the name of Connor Scott Hankinson. Bless you. And then the vaccinated Thailand princess died. Baj Rock Itiaba. Died suddenly, standard phrase, died suddenly at age 44. Just dropped dead. She's the heir, too, I think. 
heir to the tie throne. So. Somebody writes here, next in line for the throne is also highly likely vaccine injured. Quote, these events have huge repercussions for the Thai monarchy because it was assumed Bajrakitabia would be the next monarch or would be regent for her younger half-brother, Dipangkong, who has autism and will not be able to reign above alone. This has died suddenly. Dr. Zaina Mirhi, she was fully vaccinated and was reported to have died while walking on the beach. Family and friends stated that they were shocked and saddened by her sudden passing. December 15th, 2022. The Minders Watchtower writes, wife's boyfriend has, wife's best friend has had two miscarriages post-vax. Frankly, makes sense. Hell, since my wife got vax, she's been bleeding basically three weeks out of four every month. Her menstrual cycle hasn't been right since. Assuming something similar happens to other women, how can any hold healthy pregnancies? December 12th, 2022. Tom Daly's Olympic diving coach died suddenly from what is now being reported as sudden adult death syndrome. David Jenkins was found collapsed in a swimming pool. He was 31, year old, 31 years old. Sufferers of SADS experience an arrhythmia before the heart stops completely. Gareth writes, this is an open invitation to a bunch of media things. Let me tell you what happened to my beautiful wife, Lisa, after she took the AstraZeneca COVID-19 vax. It really is in the public interest. Another one, December 16th, 2022, Nadine Marie Heru died suddenly in November. She was beautiful and way too young. She was only 23 years old and her family is absolutely devastated over her unexpected and sudden passing. Another Edinburgh Chef Paul Kitching has died suddenly as tributes have poured in for the industry one in a million and genius. Paul's partner, Kate O'Brien, confirmed his tragic death, but saying it came as a total shock. Nashville writes, all vaxxed up in the hospital with COVID, heart issues, liver disease, zero connection made, and a firm believer that the vax and masks work. Christine, before the Pfizer vaccine, I was an active mom. We went on adventures, experienced the world together, and laughed a lot. This morning, I had to sit in a chair and brush my teeth and hair, dizzy with my heart rate bouncing between 115 and 130. And then Roy responds, my year after the Pfizer, inflammatory heart attack, triple bypass surgery, acute cholecystitis, cholecystomectomy, sepsis, atelectomy, Tasis, pneumonia three times, endocarditis two times, seven ER visits, 82 days in the hospital, 100 days in a, of a PICC and midline, two procedures, ERCP, three, thoracentesis. And then G responds, I'm so sorry. I pray that you get some relief. I've been living hell for 20 months due to adverse side effects from Pfizer number one. I don't know what quality of life is anymore. And there was the story about baby Alex who got vaccinated blood and developed a blood clot and died 12 days later. Linda writes, five vaccinated men from my husband's work have had heart attacks and three died. Five men from one workforce, all vaccinated and all with heart attacks. Unprecedented. The vaccine killed this man without a doubt. And then Franklin responds, three in the company I work for so far. Franklin then says, I worked there for 16 years and that never happened. They all were found dead. Zarin says, crimes against humanity. Died suddenly, Jacob Scott Henry collapsed and died suddenly. Jacob had recently returned from serving a year in AmeriCorps NCCC. His assignments included building houses with Habitat for Humanity and working 60-hour weeks at COVID vaccination sites in Los Angeles. He was 25 years old. Soccer reporter Grant Wall died not from an undetected heart issue in Qatar and not from foul play. He had an aortic aneurysm that ruptured. So I mentioned him, I think, the last one. Former UFC tight end Jake Hescock died suddenly at 25. Starting to drop. This is when the kids are starting. The kids are going to start coming on, so I want to prepare for that. Jan loves politics, right? So for all of us today, my 11-year-old granddaughter died in her sleep, and my daughter tried to wake her up this morning in no response. Today has been a nightmare, saying goodbye in a room with my daughter and her husband, and oldest child puts so much in perspective. 
probably not shot. Let me take the shot. London Knights, statement from the London Knights in the Ontario Hockey League on the sudden passing of Abakar Kazbikov. Another Richard McDonough has died suddenly. He was a single father of two young boys who will never know his true cause of death. He was active and healthy with no known medical issues prior to receiving the COVID-19 vaccine. This is a remarkable one. Adam Exton, E-X-T-O-N. Looky here, why do they keep this silent? The Director of Parliamentary Affairs at Health Canada during the pandemic died at 35. He led the team of Canada's response to COVID. Incredible. So that was the end of the slides that I didn't finish last time. So I will um, then bring this up, play, play a few videos. So in and this says, um, at this point, this is Sasha Ladipova. I've mentioned her name many times. She is speaking here, and she says, at this, all this points to the fact that the C-19 injections are not pharmaceuticals. They are indeed weapons. They are biological weapons. We see that this entirely produced by the DOD or the Department of Defense in America in collaboration with the HHS. This is Sasha Ladipova, ex-pharma. It's L-A-T-Y-P-O-V-A. What I would like to say is that uh, all of this points to the fact that COVID-19 injections are not pharmaceuticals. They're indeed weapons. Uh, they're biological weapons, and weapons intend to harm. Uh, so we see that this is entirely produced by the Department of Defense uh, with collaboration with HHS, who's performing the informational role and propaganda role. Uh, and uh, DOD contracts uh, are other transaction authority for vaguely defined uh, things, that, you know, things that DOD needs and prototypes and demonstrations. Uh, and uh, they're, in fact, very tightly managed. Uh, by the DOD, and they specifically list this uh, this product as civil and military application. They have coverage through the PREP Act, which was addressed already, and for the foreign contracts um, outside of the U.S., they waive any relevant drug importation rules of, again, good manufacturing practices and prohibit testing of the vials on importation. <laughs> So the thing is, these, these vaccines are extremely unusual. It's a technology that's been developed and refined over decades, you know, really since the 1990s. And they've always had trouble getting it out because they've tried to have uh, offered various products that are messenger RNA vaccines against cancer, for example. And they've never been able to get them past the early phases of, um, of you know, of testing um, trials because uh, of toxicity. Yeah. So it's always been a problem with toxicity. And the only way they could have gotten past it is to have a, an emergency. You know, once you have a pandemic, declared emergency, now you can sort of rush through the product and skip some steps and get it out there and then force the population to take it, which is so amazing to me that they have the power to do that. So yeah. um, anyway, it's, so it's just like this message RNA that they've designed is not at all normal. You know, people think, oh, a vaccine, they're sort of used to, oh, yeah, just a vaccine. I know about vaccines, that's fine. Maybe a few, you know, side effects, but no big deal. That's not the case here. This is really, really extraordinary science. Very sophisticated technology. But they have ignored the signals that they should have been seeing as far as why this is not a good idea. And this messenger RNA, that's so, as people probably know, these, I'm talking about the messenger RNA vaccines, not the adenovirus ones, although they have their own issues. Mm -hmm. um, so this is Moderna and Pfizer. Yeah, messenger RNA. Those are the majority of the vaccines that are showing up at, in the virus database. Something like, well, ninety-three percent of the of the events in virus for twenty twenty-one, ninety-three percent are related to COVID nineteen vaccines, wow. and only seven percent to all the other vaccines. This is sort yeah. of the signal that's there. It's so clear. It's and, huge. Yeah, and then in that ninety-three percent, there's only about uh, eight or nine percent that is the. Uh, adenovirus vaccine. The rest of it is the mRNA vaccine. So that's a huge signal uh, of uh, toxicity. And that was uh, Stephanie Seneff, S-E-N-E-F-F. She just got allowed back on Twitter. A few studies recently which have claimed to show that the COVID vaccines have saved many millions of lives. Some of us have showed how flawed these studies are. And in particular, study that came out of Imperial recently. This is Dr. Norman Fenton. 
Professor Emeritus, Queen Mary, University of London. Which claimed to show that 20 million lives were saved worldwide in the first year of the vaccine was easily debunked based on obviously flawed modeling. This is the Lancet paper, and here are their findings with the almost 20 million lives saved claim. Of course, the least vaccinated countries didn't suffer a surge of COVID deaths, which shows an obvious flaw in their assumptions. So their response to this is to demand the need for those countries to have more access to the vaccines. Also note who funded the study. How did they get to the 20 million? They decided that in the beginning of 2021, this is how many lives would be lost to COVID if there was no vaccine. And they then compared that to the actual number of lives lost observed. I produced an analogy showing that this was like claiming I reduced the London temperatures by 60 degrees by turning on a fan in my garden at the end of July. My colleagues have said, look, there's no point in wasting your time attempting to rigorously debunk these. They should just be laughed at. But the problem is that studies like that have actually been used to close down debate about vaccine injuries. After all, if the Lancet says that 20 million lives were saved by the vaccine, then you'd have to show that at least that number of lives were killed by the vaccine in order to prove that the benefits of the vaccine didn't outweigh the risks. And if you think I'm joking about this, this was exactly the argument that was recently used in the EU Parliament to close down all debate about vaccine injuries caused by AstraZeneca vaccines. Right, so essentially they're using this bogus modeling uh, saying that they save lives. Just another manipulation on top of manipulation on top of manipulation on top of manipulation. This is Roger Hodkinson. I've, I've uh, had him on a couple shows, but he's talking here at the Rebel News Conference. What's happened over the last three years has been the biggest avoidable catastrophe in human history. Period. People are dying as we speak. And in medicine, you don't mess around when people are dying. You act. And that's what you all have to do. You have to act. Because without acts, there's not going to be any progress. We're not going to see ourselves digging out of this dystopian future. I am viscerally outraged. If you want to know how I really feel, buy me a scotch. I want vengeance. In the courts, due process, I want vengeance. Nothing these mad technocrats worked, and a better term would be idiocrats. Nothing worked. Mass social distancing, hand washing, testing, of which I know a lot travel bans, lockdowns. We've been prisoners in our own country for three years. I was prisoner in my home for two years. And if it wasn't for my dear wife going out there and taking it every day, I would have been in jail. Thank you very much, Nicole. Stand up and be counted. This is incredible. This is uh, who their director general admitting that the boosters are killing children. Might have been a slip of the tongue. It's Gabrasius. He's been around. He's another parasite. He should go immediately. It's from December 22nd, 2021. He says that. Of its benefits, especially with elderly uh, groups, uh, senior citizens, especially above 65 and above 60. So if it's going to be used, it's better to focus on those groups who have risk of severe disease and death, rather than as we see some countries are using to give boosters to kill children, which is not right. Then the equity issue comes here. Instead of boosting a child in high income countries, it's better to vaccinate the elderly in countries who have 
the elders who, are, who have not been vaccinated, the biggest reasons why I didn't take the vaccine, here's what I'll tell you. The guys who were skeptical about not taking it, like RFK, Robert Kennedy Jr., you know who he is, and others, they were willing to debate anybody. But when I called Dr. Paul Offit, or when I called all these other doctors, a hundred, and I told them I'll give you 10 grand, then I went to 20 grand, any charity 50 grand, 100 grand, they would not take the debate to meet Robert Kennedy Jr. to discuss this. That's when I said, something's off. And then there was a guy named Dr. Mike who's got a YouTube channel, I think he's got a different problem of seven or eight million subscribers. So he calls me out and uh, calls out an interview I did with a girl named, uh, with a lady named Dr. Judy Mikovits, which I don't know who she is. But I interview her because I'm interviewing all the doctors at the time. That interview gets taken out real quick. It gets a million views, gets taken down. He's texting me and he says, yeah, absolutely. I'll do, I'll do debate or anytime, any day, our uh, uh, booker's like, he's booked, he's coming. Three times he confirms. All of a sudden, last minute, no, I don't want to talk to her. Why? I'm too busy. Really? While he was busy, he took 20 different interviews from other people. We have a hard time interviewing him. And then Fauci went on his show God knows how many times, right? On his YouTube channel. And I'm a street guy. You know, I'm a guy that came from the streets, divorced family. My parents got divorced twice. I've seen drugs. I've seen everything. I've seen gangs. I've been on all these different gangs. That's a, man, that's a, anytime you don't want to face off somebody, there's a little bit of fear or concern that you got. And who's RFK? Like a gangster? Is he a mobster? Is he going to come after your family? Shit, everybody went after his family. Not your family. Sit down with the guy. That's when I said, I don't know what's going on. I'm not an expert in this space. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. But anytime you're not willing to sit with somebody to debate a topic, like a qualified person like this or other doctors that I even invited, they lost a lot of trust with me because all they want, all these experts ever wanted to talk to was people that agreed with them. And that made me very uncomfortable. We have 4.2% of the world's population, but we had 20% of the COVID deaths. And that's all on Anthony Fauci. The, the mismanagement that took place, he basically got rid of early treatment. Oh, 80% of the people who went to hospitals should never go to a hospital. What does that doctor now do? Here's what he does under Tony Fauci's regimen. He tells you, go home. You're so sick that your lips turn blue because you can't breathe. And go to the hospital and we're going to put you on a ventilator, which is going to probably kill you. Right. And we're going to give you remdesivir, which is going to probably kill you. We're not doing any early treatment. And the reason for that is this. The Fauci was focused on the vaccine. $98 billion enterprise. Wow. And... He had to get, for that enterprise to work, he had to get them emergency use authorization because otherwise the pandemic would be over by the time they got their real, you know, permits, their licenses. You had to get them emergency use authorization. It is illegal under federal law to give emergency use authorization for any vaccine if there is an existing drug that has been approved for any purpose that is demonstrated effective against the target disease. And now there's 285 peer-reviewed studies that show that 80% of the people who went to the hospital should not have gone. If they had gotten hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin early, they would not have gone to the hospital and they would not have died. If Tony Fauci recognized that, the entire vaccine enterprise would have collapsed because he could not have given that. It would have been illegal for him to give emergency use authorization to any vaccines. So he had to kill those drugs up front. He's the one who decided we're not going to do early treatment. We're going to wait, make sure everybody has to go to the hospital. And we're going to tell everybody, lock yourself up, put the whole country under house arrest. And um, and wait there until we get our vaccine. Most of the work we're going to do to be ready for pandemic two, I, I call this pandemic one. Most of the work we'll do to be ready for that are also the things we need to do uh, to minimize the threat of, of bioterrorism. To be ready for Bill Gates is the bioterrorist. Pandemic two, I, I call this pandemic one. You know, we'll have to prepare for the next one that you know i'd say is uh will get attention this time 
know, we'll have to prepare for the next one. That, you know, I'd say is, uh, will get attention this time. All right, so that is the uh, videos for episode 25. And just some things to, just some intros. I've already mentioned the I, I think it's the IPCC that talks about how you can do protocols to kind of heal yourself if you've taken this. They actually recommend six weeks of ivermectin. But here's another one for Peter Halligan. I mentioned him. You can look up Dr. Tess Lori, also people who are natural past trying to heal the chronic illness of uh, these shots. So there's, there is help out there. This is just another thing that I mentioned before, just the they acknowledge that there's uh, blood clotting this is from the FDA. It's incredible. And this is another slide. Nothing says trust the science like asking for the data to be hidden for 75 years. Incredible. They're just total liars. Scum. Mantis writes December 18th, 2022. When I read the trial paper in the fall of 2020 in the EUA, that's the emergency youth authorization doc submitted by the Pfizer to FDA, it was obvious that it was a fraud. The New England Journal of Medicine article said that the shot was 95% at stopping COVID. It was in the summary. It was a, that was a distortion and a lie. And here's a picture of Fauci saying, like, uh, Silence of the Lambs. It puts the needle in its skin or else it wears the mask again. There's some interesting things. Elon Musk seems to be involved in understanding kind of what happened with this whole fiasco because he... He's writing here. This is uh, December 18th. Much will come to light as Fauci loses power. Fauci is gone today or tomorrow. So he's out of office. You should pray that they don't put another monster like him into his spot. Um, but Elon Musk writes, much will come to light as Fauci loses power. Robert F. Kennedy, who I just showed in these videos, says, Fauci purchased Omerta among virologists globally with a total of $37 billion in annual payoffs and research grants. With the paymaster gone, the orthodoxies will unravel. And Elon Musk responds precisely. And then it just this is just a thing from Kay Willis, um, MD, that just shows this kind of revolving door of interests in Fauci's orbit. And it's like Kathy Edwards, MD. She sits on several safety and efficacy boards, including Pfizer and Moderna. She also happens to be the lead author for the C-19 VAC section of Up to Date, one of the most widely used references for, by physicians in which the C-19 VAC is recommended. She's quoted in several articles with Dr. Fauci. So it's just a big, weird, circular, incestuous, fascistic nightmare that, that's back there, that these guys are all log rolling for each other. And then Jiggy the Mouse, I got turned on to him by Reed Sheftall, who I've interviewed twice. You can check those out. But he's doing great work, research, and I think it's either in this series or the next one that he shows that, um, what is it, that these batches are of different lethality. And other people have say that, said that. You didn't have said that. But they, they've had different lethality, and the regulators should have known. And we'll, we'll get to that. Let's see. So, Chicky uh, the Mouse again. This is December 18th. Three tablets. That's what they withheld from the elderly that were diagnosed with, quote, COVID pneumonia, unquote, because they were told not to treat. It was bacterial pneumonia. They died. If they hadn't had the test, they would have had the tablets. So, a lot of old people died with these weird protocols. This is uh, another doctor, Sanjay Verma, backed up by bears. Myocarditis equals scar tissue, lower chamber, ventricular arrhythmia, fibrillation, and tachycardia. And uh, just another doctor. This is Peter Halligan. He says, another update from the I am from the government and I am here to kill you files. Australia excess deaths in 2022, incredibly high at 13%. The Australian government should be urgently investigating the incredibly high 13% excess death rate. Yeah, they want to do it. Just interesting conformity and obedience. 
uh, experiments that are, I think are relevant in this whole situation, the Milgram experiment and the Asher experiment. Look at the passivity. People are being murdered by these uh, shots and people aren't doing anything. They're just standing by group conformity. Group conformity to take, group conformity to not be interested in justice. This is a shirt of Bill Gates, American Horror Story. So true. Peter Halligan writes here, Cult of Moloch within health regulators around the world injecting children with a known toxin is an abomination and an affront to human decency. Yes, it is. Safe and effective repus. Why are we vaccinating babies, Hugh McCarthy? It's really not a vaccine. Vaccine. You're just poisoning and killing them. It's a monstrosity. Peter Halligan, again, did the rollout of approximately 350 million doses in India between April and July 2021 cost 3.7 million deaths? I covered that about Denis Rancor. So I did a whole show on that whole study. 3.7 million deaths, India alone. These are all the kind of victims, these young people who had their lives ahead of them. There's Gates right there in the middle, member of NITI, VK Paul. There's a whole movement in India now called Awaken India Movement in response to these kill shots. There's a, there's a court case. It's the petitioner demanded a compensation of 1,000 rupees from the vaccine maker as compensation for his daughter's death, who he claimed died as a result of side effects from Shield. Bombay High Court has sought response from the Serum Institute of India, or SII, Microsoft founder Bill Gates and others, and on petition from a man who blamed side effects from Shield as the reason behind his daughter's death. The petitioner has demanded a compensation of 100,000 crore from the vaccine maker. And I just mentioned this. A baby dies of large blood clot after doctor ignores parents' request for unvaccinated transfusion. This is uh, Tim Ellison. High correlation between vax rate and death rate in the U.S. using CDC data. So it's CDC's crappy, lousy data. Still shows that there's a correlation. That they should know actually. And the CDC, I don't think, has said anything. He says here, conclusion, there's a very strong signal that vaxes are causing mortality. This also a robust signal. Signal is found whenever in time the analysis is performed. The signal is also found in the UK using completely independent data. I'm waiting for someone to independently perform these analyses for further confirmation. Paul Alexander, I mention him all the time. G20 promotes vaccine passports for future pandemic response. So they're trying to corral people. And I can't confirm this, but some of these lots on the AstraZeneca were already made before the pandemic. So they're marked 2018, which is really scary. Joel Smalley asks, is the COVID vaccine safe or effective? Analysis, analysis of survey data collected by Steve Kirsch would suggest that not only is it not safe or effective, it more like most likely causes more death plus further evidence of iatrogenic death. Yeah, I would say so. MO2L to me, he writes, great work. I'm living these blues daily, seeing the destruction in my patients, walking a fine line, trying to get people to realize the vaccine is harmful, some listening, some staying in the matrix. I'm an unvaccinated RN. It's like working behind enemy lines. She sent that to me December 19th, 2022. This is a long thread by Joseph Lee. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but you should check it out. He's doing really good work. Denny Rancourt, who I mentioned, says, huge. Professor Dr. Bakhti repudiates vaccines on German TV. Been teaching the wrong thing for 30 years. Vaccine Vaccination industry is a huge scam. And then this was an interesting story because it popped up out of Australia. This was, I think, the head of their, it was the former federal MP, Dr. Karen Phelps. She said that she came forward and said she was very injured, but she was pressured. She felt social pressure not to come forward. So it's Karen Phelps reveals devastating COVID vaccine injury. Says doctors have been censored. So she and her wife both were heavily injured. And just more fear, fear propaganda from the Atlantic 
I mean, it's hard to believe this is real. Consider armadillo COVID. The animals could give us the virus again. This is backing up the, the whole zoonotic baloney, which I think has been totally disproven. The virus came from a lab. BDW writes, if you've been vaccinated for COVID, here's some news. You are two to three times more likely to get infected with COVID than someone who's unvaccinated with natural immunity. That's a finding from a study of 260,000 people in Indiana out last Wednesday. It's from December 19th, 2022. This is Sean Penny. seems to be still promoting people take the shots. Anecdotally, I'm told not only are the vaccines totally safe, but they also help burn weight healthier and slimmer in one shot. It's a joke. <laughs> yeah, magical properties. He wrote that in July 17th, 2021. This is William Hazeltine. Successes like the COVID-19 vaccines come from long-term investments in public health. It's not a success unless murdering and killing a bunch of people is how you define it. Ray writes, no one who took the shots was able to give informed consent because the risks were censored. The benefits were falsified, and it all occurred under state and corporate coercion. Every single shot was an ethical crime and medical malpractice. You're right. I'm just repeating this because I don't know if it's true, but I keep seeing the story. This Slovenia COVID scandal whistleblower nurse says politicians receive saline instead of mRNA vaccine. That's from November 25th, 2021. And we'll see that one. I'll get to this whole study by Jickey the Mouse where these different batches are clearly have different effects. And there are some batches that the officials got that have no effects, which is very telling. Like, why did these officials get something that didn't hurt somebody? I mean, this lady, too, right here, Professor Dolores Gale, she has a very grim analysis of what's going to happen to people with these shots. And the reason kind of this is Andrew J. Huff, who keeps this hashtag of all of the RNA sequences. These sequences were inserted into this virus, and that's the sign of uh, human manipulation. But this is one. He says, Dr. Derek Naus tested 1,500 positive COVID-19 positive clients, and each and every one was influenza AB. They are now suing the CDC for corruption, crimes against humanity. So it's fake. This is uh, Mike Wick. You and Nick talking about remote viewing data accuracy. You might have missed Edward Reardon documenting his perception of the pandemic. Just the clots and everything. This is from the American Thinker by Patrick G. J. Gibbs. The Fed's misinformation scam, December 19th, 2022. I'll just read the introductory paragraph. The biggest political story of 2022 was not the midterm election. It was the release of the Twitter files by Elon Musk, the new owner of Twitter. In the sixth installment published last week on Twitter is a thread by journalist Matt Taibbi. The headline was Twitter, the FBI subsidiary. The FBI had its own channel of communication for tipping off Twitter executives as to authors of tweets who needed to be censored, if not banned for posting, quote, election misinformation, unquote, during the 2020 election season. What was insidious is that some of the offending tweets were satirical in nature and posted by people with relatively few followers. It's a good article. Highly recommend people check that out. The Fed's misinformation scam. Just another paragraph here. Another big free speech story of 2020 was the suppression of the doctors and scientists who refused to get with the program for an experimental MNRA therapy that was sold to the public as a vaccine against the SARS-CoV-2 virus. Subjects targeted for suppression have included the origins of the COVID-19 pandemic and the efficacy of the COVID-19 vaccines. Facebook created a restricted access portal to facilitate censorship requests from government bureaucrats. Your government is engaged in blatantly anti-constitutional actions. Okay, these are illegal actions. They're violating the Bill of Rights, okay? First Amendment rights. They're actively censoring that are leading to death. So that's your government. Wake up. The suppression of, of dissenting scientists was only part of the program. The subject targeted for suppression have included, quote, the organ, origins of the COVID-19 pandemic. The efficacy of the COVID-19 vaccines, racial justice, U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan, and the nature of U.S. support to Ukraine. So it's full censorship. The government doesn't give you your constitutional rights. If the government is telling Twitter what to do, 
So that's the Biden administration. Okay. He recommends that Congress they be investigated, FBI be investigated. This is uh, Whitney Webb, Children's Health Defense. Whitney Webb exposes crypto billionaires who bankrolled Event 201, right? So that happened before the pandemic, the scandemic, or whatever. SBF, so Sam Bankman fraud, financial crimes, COVID con artists with Jessica Rose. Yeah, they're just con artists, man. It's just such a joke. This is Wolf Melbourne. This is the whole um, sequence that's in the spike protein that Moderna is a Moderna pat patent. So the people giving you the shot were also patenting this bioweapon, COVID 19. That's incredible. Like they shouldn't even be involved. It's not even funny. This is Carla. She writes, at a glance, two-hour wait for an ambulance per NHS. Increased calls due to increased heart attacks and strokes. Hashtag Nuremberg. And then NAC is supposedly like a precursor to certain anti-inflammatory things. So people are recommending people take NAC or N-acetylcysteine. This power supplement is great for the brain, fights inflammation, and has anti-cancer properties. This is if you took the experimental gene therapy injections, here's what you have to look forward to in the next two or three years. One, sometime between October 2021 and April 2022, we will see if ADE or antibody-dependent enhancement strikes you like it did in the animals in 2012. Two, around 18 months, we will see if mad cow strikes you like it did the humanized mice that were injected with the spike proteins. Three, around 24 months, we will see if Alzheimer's strikes you like it did the macaque monkeys that were injected with the spike proteins. For 60% of the injected have detected microclots with the D-dimer test in the first week after injection. Right side heart failure within three years is common. Five, the spike proteins impair your telomerase synthesis, which is no known to lead to cancer, CVD, diabetes, vascular dementia. All that for a disease with an IFR of 0.3. What were you thinking? This is Africa deaths, 100K, ivermectin countries versus non-ivermectin countries. So all the countries... With Ivermectin did not have any spikes in deaths because they were already using ivermectin as an antiparasitic. The mismanagement is really off the charts. This is Leanna Wen, Canada's person unvaccinated should not be allowed to leave their homes. Well, she's starting to change her story. I guess the science has changed. There also was an investigation, independent state investigation, Texas Senate Committee on Health and Human Services looked into all this stuff and had their own assessment away from Fauci and the monsters in D.C., the killers. So you can look that up. Uh, this is a reference to Robert W. Malone's Substack. And I think it's interesting the recommendations made sense. And then there's like corruption. People are wearing these badges. Is that a World Economic Forum? New World Order pendant around her neck? I don't know. Hodge Twins write, let me guess, you found messages between Twitter execs and our government, Fauci and team, pushing for censorship of anyone that didn't go along with their narrative on COVID and then Elon Musk shows uh, the golden cup or chalice. This is pilot Josh Yoder. It is illegal to mandate an emergency use authorization drug. And I think this is the thing that we really need to pull the attention to. What they did was, in fact, criminal. They broke the law when they did it, and there must be accountability. So they broke the law. This is uh, what I read into the record by Thorpe. I recommend people read it, uh, listen to it. It's the COVID-19 and disaster capitalism. Check it out. Vaccine Mole wrote, writes, uh, systemic lupus erythematosis after COVID vaccination in a pediatric patron, patient, 14-year-old previously healthy male, class V, lupus nephritis, two days after his third dose. They're giving boosters to children that don't need it. Yeah, they don't. They're killing them. 
This is Denis Rancor. I've mentioned him. Reading the report, 31,000 Australians died from the vaccine up to August 2022. There were no zero excess all-cause deaths until the vaccine rollout in April 2021, 13 months into the declared pandemic. So there were no excess cause deaths until the vaccine. So that you can correlate the excess deaths to the vaccine. This is uh, in Israel. They're kind of having the same problem. Efrat Fenningson, this brave man, Professor Shmuel Shapira, who took three jabs and was hurt, is now speaking out in Israeli media about the jabs, harms, and dangers. According to him, he's being slandered and harassed as expected. Please show him some love and support. I'll add it to the thread. This is Igor Chudov. Is depopulation we are seeing planned or incidental? December births and deaths update. All right, you're seeing deaths go up and births go down. Yes, the most important question to ask is, is the current, current depopulation that we are observing a result of depopulation agenda carried out deliberately, or is it just an accident and a confluence of random events? The answer is that we don't know. I have no idea if the ongoing depopulation results in a deliberate plan. It could be a random coincidence that a zoonotic virus oddly containing HIV code in Moderna patented cancer vaccine sequences from patent 9 million... 587,000 spreads worldwide. It could be a completely random coincidence that the bats who naturally developed the virus flew 1,000 miles from their bat caves to Wuhan, where there is more than one virological biolab laboratory, surreptitiously infected people near those laboratories, then flew away undetected. It could be a random, completely random coincidence that the SARS-CoV-2 virus, having an unusual ability to infect immune cells, DC sign receptor, and destroy immune systems, was described in Peter Daszak's 218 Diffuse proposal. It could be a completely random coincidence that our health authorities were so well prepared via Event 201 exercise conducted a month before the pandemic started and involved the WEF, Bill Gates, and China, CDC. It could be a completely random bit of luck that scientists were able to develop a novel vaccine in just two days and helpfully worked on the, quote, novel coronavirus vaccine in July 2019. This is Spartacus. This is somebody Reed Sheftall recommended. It wasn't a lab leak, it was intentional. So I'm pretty much headed towards full intentionality. It's a good article. I recommend people read it. I'm not going to read the whole thing. This is uh, Intent to Harm Evidence of the Conspiracy to Commit Mass Murder by the USDOD HHS Pharma Cartel. This is uh, Catherine Watt, a Latipova and Watt talk about DOD-controlled big pharma-manufactured FDA, FDA-authorized bioweapons. This is Peter Halligan again, on the way to an 85% decline in birth rates. Outlandish, right? Swedish birth rate data October is worth, worst decline yet by Elgato Malo. FDA approves bivalent vaccine for kids as young as six-month-old. Why? Arguably the greatest indictment of the corrupted federal drug regulating agency by Rav Aurora, December 22nd. And then you see this admission right here. Moderna CEO admits only the vulnerable needed COVID booster and likens the virus to a flu. So you see this different, different thing, different approach. Barack Avis talks about Netanyahu said very strange stuff about like subjecting his populace to Pfizer's documents, which I don't think will uh, age well for him. But he says, the worst enemy to Israel, Netanyahu sold his entire country to a failed, deadly experiment in an attempt to get have a get-out-of-jail-free card. Sold us to Pfizer, babies too, all of us. Criminal bastard. I cannot believe Peterson gave this rotten to the bone charlatan a stage. This is uh, Peter Emanuelson, December 21st. Funeral home, so sounding the alarm, massive increase in deaths. Peter McCullough explained on the high wire genetic installation and production of the potentially lethal spike protein is an unqualified disaster conceived by BARDA DARPA consultants dating back to 2012. Investigations warranted for all involved in biological debacle. It's from December 21st, 2022. You see some of the DARPA uh, information that's out there. This is August 2021. 
It's about the SARS-CoV-2 origins investigation with U.S. government program undisclosed document analysis. New World Odor, Governor Ron DeSantis just received approval from the Florida Supreme Court to impanel a grand jury to investigate our mRNA C-19 vaccine manufacturers. That's December 22nd. So that's moving forward. Paul Alexander, increased emergency cardiovascular events among under 40 population in Israel during vaccine rollout and third COVID-19 wave. So it's causing all that stuff. Demonic, New York Health announces availability of COVID-19 vaccines for infants. So there's going to be a bunch of dead babies. Sasha Latipova, nobody knows what's in the vials. COVID-19 injections are dangerous, non-compliant biological materials. Their production must be stopped until a full investigation can be done. Excess booth deaths and boosters by state in Germany. Boosters are driving COVID-19 waves and excess mortality. And this is kind of an interesting thing. I recommend people check this out or go, go follow Jicky the Mouse, J-I-K-K-Y the Mouse on Twitter. Breaking from the newly released TGA FOI document 2389 unredacted. It was never about the protein expression. It was about how many cells can we transfect. Gene therapy 101 never reviewed by the OGTR malfeasance. That's in Australia. Transfection is the introduction of foreign DNA or RNA into cells. It could have been done with naked RNA, but instead they used an LNP and modified RNA. The mod RNA increased the number of cells that the RNA got into, not the protein produced. The TGA knew that this would cause a storm and redacted the page when the Freedom of Information request was first produced. It is illegal under FOI legislation to knowingly withhold information in the public interest. This was the original version, so it shows that they're highly redacted. He says, what we have been trying to tell you for two years is that the LNPs and the MNRA vaccines are transfectants, and therefore the product should have gone through the gene regulator. It's gene therapy. It always was. This shows that they knew. For good measure, a reminder that this document was altered from the original review document. The pregnancy category was purposely downgraded. Somebody told the TGA to downgrade the pregnancy category. And of course, if you're trying to increase the number of cells transfected, it would be really, really important to know where the product is going, wouldn't it? They knowingly withheld this information and forced the product on reproductive age women to keep their jobs. Let's play the redaction game. This is from the same document. Statistically significant increase in pregnancy loss. Their words, my redactions. Redactions have consequences. So, yeah. Let me go Every drug recalled by the FDA was approved by the FDA. Good point. This is Ryan Cole. They knew it. They lied. Safe and effective. No ADE is happening. Expired and defective. Yet there are ignorant brainwashed docs that still believe in an immune-harming experimental injection. Time to sue each state for false advertising. This is the DMED. This is the military data. data catastrophic after Pfizer-Moderna vaccines. This Teresa Long says, we couldn't believe what we were seeing. It was very unnerving because the data was so catastrophic. And then we go back to Jicky. This document is a bombshell. It confirms that a crime was committed at the TGA. A seven-year-old died of cardiac arrest after an mRNA COVID vaccine, and it was reported to the TGA, who did not tell Australian parents, so they kept it quiet. The TGA did also not tell Australian parents when another child, age nine, died of cardiac arrest after a COVID vaccination, following which other children will almost certainly have died, but these reports are the only ones we were able to get under FOIA, FOI from April 2022, six months ago. Yet the TGA did not mention these deaths at all. This is from December 2022, so they're not mentioning these deaths that they recorded, which takes you to the NCIRS website, Christine McCartney's organization. Christine won an award last year for her role in promoting COVID vaccines. Christine's award followed the documented fact in her own testimony that she received $65 million in government grants for the years 2019-2021. This is unprecedented in clinical medicine. It's an obscene amount of grant money. 
This is what the NCIRS currently says about COVID-19 vaccines for children. It is a lie to say that it protects against COVID-19 because it does not. The deaths are not mentioned, but the NCIRS knew or should have known that children have died. So they should have known and they didn't do it. So they didn't tell the public. This is just more deaths. A young kid died. My adult son is dead. Richard writes, this is a jab injured, uh, Joe, 50 years old. She's all taped up. Jab injuries, Australia. Jove writes, my friend's uncle is in the hospital. He has developed blood clots on both sides of his neck. He is now brain dead, and they are expecting him to die any moment. Double jabbed and boosted. December 18th, 2022. Colin Joshua Glover, athlete dead. Only 21. Ryan writes, I got the COVID vaccine before most could. As health care provider and emergency manager implementing many of the policies of the COVIDians, Days after I was transported to the hospital with cardiac issue, today I'm in heart failure, December 18th. From working out twice a day and lean to my heart jumping to 160 BPM sitting still, my endocrine system is now gone and my weight gain is 70 plus pounds. These are a bunch of kids who died. Six years old, 13, 11, 14. Health impact news. Yakira Chambers dies. Actress and NCS Hawaii story editor was 42. This is a picture of somebody who got uh, a defibrillator in his chest. 24-year-old Marine had to get the shot to remain in Marines. Caused him to have seizures and blood clots. Now this Marine has to live with the defibrillator, defibrillator in his chest. Tragic. This is Rachel, Rachel Gearstead. This is one of those people writes, good Tuesday morning stats for the last shift as follows. 27 M male and female ages 10 to 62, six times, twice the shot, 19, three times, two times, four shots, five heart attacks, 12 blood clots, four strokes, one myocarditis, one miscarriage, four arrhythmias. Please stop getting boosted. Hashtag stop the shots. Hashtag truth about mRNA vaccines, December 19th, 2022. It's And then right under that, the UK Health Security Security Agency just writes, if you're pregnant, vaccination is the best protection for you and your baby getting seriously unwell from COVID-19 or, or flu. So they're starting to add the flu then. 1984, man, you're, you're getting totally propagandized. Died suddenly, football player from Milan, Spain, only 13. Died suddenly after collapsing during a game. Could not be resuscitated. This is a guy, James Whale, lost the argument today. Better just shut up and get, get the vaccine. And then he says, sorry to say, guys, a lot of people asking how my blood transfusions went. Unfortunately, they didn't do the trick. Apparently, I have lungs full of blood clots, so they're keeping me in, in to clear them out. And hopefully, it won't take too long. It's another jab industry, injury, Habib. This is a guy, lucky if I make it to Christmas, dealing with intermittent heart failure, vasculitis from the life-saving vaccine. Your government loves you. December 20th. This is Crystal. My sister forced to take a vax or lose her job. Mandates a single parent, no choice. She held off and got and survived. Delta, no problems. Eventually forced to get shot number one. Heart problems straight away. Mandates ended shortly after. Damage for life. December 20th, 2022. This is vaccine mall. Soon you'll meet a 17-year-old girl severely injured by COVID-19 vaccines in Germany. Contrary to most mainstream media, German media is giving a voice to the ones injured by COVID-19 vaccines, exposing the damage done to them. Tom Hanks is looking old. There's some video of him. Nashville says, Julie Stoneberg noticed behavioral changes within a week of her son Hunter's Pfizer shot. Hunter has been sick every month for two to three weeks out of each month since December 2021 when injected. He now has asthma, recurring fevers, and monthly ear infections, just like other kids who took the shot schedule. Not just this shot, but the vaccine schedule put together by the demons at the FDA, CDC. Talia writes, nine-year-olds, blood clot, unexpected, indeed, dead. Kawartha Lakes, Scott Young. 
Colleen writes, I can attest 23-year-old son and my husband with lung clots, me multiple injuries as on profile. Husband now diagnosed with liver terminal cancer three days ago. Merry quiz Christmas, hashtag Pfizer. So that's the end. That's the end of uh, BioWeb and Blues 25. Thanks for listening. 26 will be on the way. <laughs>